Good morning. Good morning. My name is Becky Horst. I'm the Convocation Coordinator. This is the very last convo of this school year. Welcome. How's May term going? It's pretty intense by now. <laughs> Glad you're all here. We're trying something new this year, end of year celebration by Res Life. I think you'll enjoy it. Chad Coleman has put together a fun program, I think. Chad has been here almost as long as I have, which is pretty long, and he's good at what he does. So at the end, you will get your cards scanned for attendance, and then there's going to be a treat waiting for you outside the doors, okay? Chad? People are still filing in. How many of this is your, the last combo you needed to requirement, so you had to be here today no matter what? Okay, good. Good for you. Well, we're going to take this convo again. We wanted to have a little bit of fun with this, but also kind of reflect on the year a little bit about what's happened in residence life this year for those of you who've been living on campus. Um, I'm going to take the time first. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to talk about it as a whole and talk a little bit about the small group housing program this year and some of the things that happened there. I think were, were great. Some of you are here today. Some of the things you contributed to campus. Then I'm going to invite each of the resident directors and the apartment manager, Jeff Hostetler, and then Devon Harris and Heather Gertzen up here for a little bit to talk about their areas this year and some of the great things that they witnessed. And a couple of them of us here uh, are departing at the end of the year, both Devon and Heather. So they're going to take a little bit of time to reflect on that experience here at Goshen uh, over the course of the last two to three years. So. And talking about Res Life as a whole, I also have a couple of videos I'm going to show you. Uh, one of those is some, an advice. Uh, I'll get to that here in a bit. But then there's, I got a highlight video at the end kind of showing all the fun things that happened here for May term during Tuesday's Residence Life Sand Volleyball Tournament that a lot of you also participated in. It was a banner day, I think, as far as weather goes. First day, I wasn't sweating all morning whether it was going to be break 70 or have some kind of torrential rain or typhoon come in uh, during the afternoon. So that, that was exciting. So that'll be at the end. Uh, we also have a treat for you at the end for coming today. You all get ice cream. So day for you, right? So that's not every day you get ice cream when you leave combo, but today is that day. So anyhow, and reflecting as far as some of the things in residence life this year, kind of things I want to highlight some new and I think improvements that you may have saw over campus, at least some of you who lived in those particular spaces is uh, we got new furniture and culp this year. So any culp people here in two or three by chance? Okay, our lounge furniture desperately needed replaced and we got that replaced and we also, my favorite change of the entire year was the apartment sign up, that we moved that online. How many of you went through that process? Okay, far better than anything we've ever done in regards to having a room sign up night and having everybody line up and stress out over what apartment was available. I uh, just saw that was a huge change, wondering like, I should have thought of this years ago. So. Yeah, other thing is we increased our uh, activities this past year. Our budget went up for that. We got more dollars for that. So we were able to put on a lot more great events and kind of doing a little like, you know, adding up all the things that happened between some of the things that the RAs did, some of the things that the RDs did and, and campus activities, uh, council. Uh, we had a, almost 200 events this year that happened on campus that you could have participated in. Uh, not all of those were campus events, some of those were specific to floors, but nonetheless, those are things that we did. Um, and I just think the RA, who's an RA? RAs, raise your hand. Let's give a little acknowledgement to these fine folks right here. Get, yes. That, 
We are very thankful for, for them this year. They're absolute rock stars and keeping everything together on their floors. And I always ask the RAs, you know, typically we'll ask them how their year went at the end of the year. And I always get the same responses is they'll ask them and say, oh, it was the best experience. I'm so glad I did it. It's, you know, it was, uh, I learned so much about myself and my floor. And then when I ask them, so you want to do it next year? You want to do it again? There's like, oh. No, never, not, not gonna do that again. So uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, has that effect on them. So anyhow, in regards to the small group houses this year, uh, I wanna kinda highlight some of the contributions that they made this year. I have direct oversight over the small group housing uh, program and I wanna know, is anybody from Howell House who is here? Raise your hand from Howell. Oh, boo from the Kenwood guys. Uh, anyway, I know there's one back there at least. Uh, Howell did a great job. They had a Halloween party again this year and they did a tailgate party. Uh, then Kenwood House, give me a little shout out to the Kenwood guys. Uh, they did Christmas at Kenwood and had an awesome land party uh, back in February, January, February, earlier this spring. Uh, and Adelphian House, anybody from here from Adelphian? Woo, all of Adelphian is out here. Uh, they had like a bring your own first year, kind of an open house back in the fall. And they did an awesome trivia night. Uh, if any of you went to that, I was actually in attendance for that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, that's something I hope to incorporate uh, again next year somehow. And then any of the Vita House, ladies here. Okay, Vita House had a taffy pool. They didn't quite have the weather that they wanted for that in regards to keeping things uh, cold and cool for that to happen. But uh, then the Culp units on the west and south, they did like a, like a chocolate social and had an open house also this year. And then Culp 2 and 3 did the something that's never been done here before and absolutely completely blew away my expectations was the masquerade party. Who went to that? Yes. That's also something I'd like to continue uh, next year and implementing that perhaps even at a, a different venue. Menu. So all things that I thought were just tremendous contributions to campus, all the small group houses and Valesco House, I can't forget about Valesco House. Yeah, anyhow, Valesco House, you had the Valescantines Day, that's been a tradition uh, the last several years uh, during Valentine's Day. So somehow I missed that right down my list. Sorry about that, Melissa. We'll get that taken care of. So anyhow, those are just some of the things that's happened within small group housing as a whole. Uh, when I get to the end, I'm gonna talk about some positive things we have going on for next year, some, some changes and some improvements that we're looking forward to. Uh, in the meantime, a lot of you, who's gonna live in a small group house or an apartment next year? Like raise your hand, see that, lots of folks here. Uh, we, I did a little, I asked a lot of our small group housing students and, and some Kaufman residents as far as like, how did you survive living together for a whole year? Like what, what strategies have you used? What, what should people do? What should people not do? And I kind of wanted to show you that video now of just some of the outtakes uh, from that. So hopefully you can bank on some of this advice and use it. Uh, some of it's very house specific. Uh, some of the advice, if you're living in a particular house, you might want to pay attention to that as well. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce that or go ahead and show you that video right now and then uh, we'll come back and have the other RDs come up and talk a little bit. So go ahead. Go ahead. Hi, we're currently living in Hospital House and we've found a few things that are helpful in sort of surviving with each other throughout the year. Like make rules, uh, know who's doing what chore what week. That's good. Yeah, and uh, another one would be that maybe, maybe keep pranks to a minimum, but keep them lighthearted. Keep. <laughs> 
there's nothing funny about this tip. It's just good advice that we've come up with. Micah, mm-hmm. the house rules. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you should you should definitely try to have at least one house meal a week. Um, keep each other accountable. You know, write it on the calendar who's going to cook with who, and then have everybody else clean up. It's a good deal, and especially if you pull money, it doesn't cost you that much. Uh, one of the most important things would be to communicate about chores and make sure that everyone has a certain chore that they want to do, whether that would be like a rotating wheel where you like switch each week, or if you just have chores that you want to stick with the entire time. Um, make sure that everyone's on the same page with that. More about chores, I'd say a good piece of advice is if you're the person cleaning the bathroom, I recommend you keep it clean on a regular basis, as I learned the hard way. Uh, we had some funky spots showing up in the toilet, and I just <laughs> want everyone to know that that is now taken care of. To survive in Valesco, you should put someone in the basement who is a heavy sleeper. <laughs> Because it's the floor is really uh, narrow or something, you can hear people walking around, and it sounds like elephants. <laughs> so I usually like... have to tell my housemates to walk like a princess. <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure that if you have like a house assignment or chore, that you do it in a timely manner, so that your housemates are happy living in the house still. <laughs> And don't forget to fill out the little chart that says when you did it, because I haven't <laughs> that yet. But I've done it, I just forget about the little mark on the chart. So, yeah. Um, we think that spending time together is really important, so but try not to stress about house meals. Sometimes it's hard to get everyone together, especially with 10 people. So um, spending time together in other ways, such as watching a TV show every week together. The Bachelor. Such as The Bachelor is another <laughs> way to spend quality horse. time together. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you should definitely do is label all the food in your fridge so there's not like eggs hanging out there like three months after they've been hatched into chicks. Yeah, because then nobody wants to clean them and so everyone's like, I don't know whose eggs But then nobody are. will eat your food. Also, your pants probably didn't get stolen by somebody else. They're probably just like hidden in the dryer still. Do you think that they're stolen? Also, you should go to all of the connector events when they give out snacks because <laughs> you're not going to want to buy groceries and so all of those things end up being Thank your groceries. You. <laughs> get to know each other because that's what makes everything fun. Definitely avoid being passive aggressive. Oh, oh, and don't interrupt people. Don't interrupt people. Now, what not to do in a housing situation is to talk to each other. You should never talk to each other. If you have have a beef with somebody, you should not talk with them. You should be extremely passive aggressive because that's what gets things done. What not to do? Walk like an elephant. <laughs> Something that you want to make sure you do not do is wear Batman pajamas because it brings all the bats out and they're going to get you. <laughs> You should not get locked out of your house unless you want to, unless you know for sure that you know all of the ways to break into your own house. So that's a do as well. Do find out which windows open from the outside. But don't tell anyone else <laughs> unless you want people to break into your house. Uh-huh. Have fun together! 
Okay, a little advice. Hope you uh, banked on that for next year. For those of you living together, great advice. Thank you for all that contributed to that video. Uh, next, I'm going to introduce uh, Heather Gertzen up here to the podium, talk a little bit about Kratz Miller, some of the things that she witnessed, and also a little bit of reflection on her time here. We're going to miss her after this year. So, Heather, will you please? Thank you, Shane. Um, so yeah, it's been, it has been a crazy fun three years. I'm really, really, really thankful for my time here. Um, I was reflecting back, I did a con, not a convo, a chapel, like my second week on the job, it felt like. It was, it was back in early September, and so I went back and kind of read um, what I had said and what I was hoping for. And as I was looking at that and then kind of reading back and reflecting, I realized like, it's been good, it's been really good. Um, one of the reasons that I took this job, one of the reasons Wes and I moved onto GC's campus is because we believe in community and res life is one of the coolest ways to practice that. So I'd had a great experience in college, I'd had great experiences post-college, Seattle, Bolivia, Kansas, um, and then coming to GC, I feel like it's, it's a good way um, to shape who you are, and it's essential. It's been essential in my life to my faith and um, just just to who I am as a person, to growing me up along the way. So, we've had fun. Um, Chad talked about a lot of the activities that went on. Um, we've played volleyball together. We've sang amazingly powerful ballads at karaoke together. Um, we've barbecued and square danced, and that's all been wonderful. Um, I also think of the, you know, we've survived some scandals. Um, and hopefully we've come out a little bit wiser for some of those on the other side. Um, we've banded together through some major struggles and tragedies and losses, and I have so appreciated seeing Christian community at its best in some of our weaker moments as a community. Um, as we've lost people who are important to us, as some of us individually have lost family members and struggled with some of that, um, it's been really important to me to be invited in on some of those journeys for you as well. So thank you for that. Um, I think part of community is just being in each other's way and sometimes that's annoying. I mean, when you're sharing bathroom and dishes in the sink and hair in the drains and um, you guys know better than I do uh, what some of those peeves are for each other. And sometimes we make it harder than it has to be. Um, but often being each other in each other's way is exactly what we need. And so I think that that's just where we go from here, right? Um, we have some stellar RD candidates that are, have been on campus last week and this week. And I think that Devon and I will be um, replaced by very qualified, wonderful, compassionate, loving people. Um, but ultimately, those of you who are not yet graduating are the ones who get to carry this on. Um, and I th I'm thankful for my teachers, all of you who've kind of showed me the ropes of GC on my way in. Um, and I think we've done well and I think we can do better. So I, I just wanna encourage you to keep being in each other's way. If you see someone who's lonely, get in their way. If you see someone who's um, self-destructing, get in their way. If you see someone who's harming others or property or whatever, get in their way. I mean, some of that is our job as Res Life Directors, but there are four of us and there are a lot of you. Um, and so part of being community is just helping each other um, manage the chaos that is 
becoming adults, and we're all still learning that. So, so if you see someone who needs to be celebrated, or you, you can be that person, you can be that neighbor. Um, so I thank you for the, for myself and on behalf of Wes, on behalf of this little one, yay. I wanna say thank you. Um, thank you for your honesty and for your patience, for your vulnerability and your generosity. Um, thanks for letting us be in your way. Sometimes that's been invited, often it's not. Um, and thank you for being in ours. Uh, thank you for your gifts, your kind words, your hugs, your generosity along the way, um, for your prayers. I was at a baby shower recently and people were asking about things and I just realized like some of you have like prayed this child into existence based on conversations that we've had. So um, you will be a part of our lives for a long time. Um, we have yet, Wes and I have yet to exactly figure out where home is next in any sort of permanent way. But once we do, um, our home is welcome to any and all of you anytime. So Mennonite your way or find me on Facebook. Um, yeah, you, you have also inspired me to open a Facebook page for the first time in my life as of a week and a half ago. So congratulations. Um, I, will, I will miss you greatly. Thank you. Thank you, Heather. Uh, next, I'm going to introduce to you Devon Harris. She was the Yoder Hall resident director and had the very challenging role of both doing campus activities council uh, direction as well as residence life this past two years. Uh, she is also leaving us here at the end of May. Uh, I'm going to have her bring up and come up and talk about a little bit her time here, Devon. Thank you. Um, like Chad said, I started last year, and I can remember having lots and lots of opportunities to share my stories and, and share my life with you in a, um, in a short period of time, kind of like Heather. I found myself being interviewed for the record probably every week until about November, and that was really fun. Um, and I found myself in chapel several times, and uh, my first time was sharing my faith story. So um, the way that I'm going to reflect on my last two years, I'm going to start with some heart prints, some things that have um, had a really amazing effect on my life and will stay with me forever. Um, when I was asked to share my faith story by Bob, I was ecstatic because my faith is very core to who I am, and so I was very happy to, to start off that way, sharing that with you all. And I thought um, at the end of fall semester, like, this is really neat. Why not invite my students that I supervise to do this as well? So I introduced Sharing Our Faith Stories um, spring semester, and luckily, my RAs were happy to do that. So um, the, the way that we shared our faith stories um, was that I invited them to share their story, whatever they wanted to say. There was no um, time length. There was no requirement of what you share. But um, they shared their story, and we had a, a talk back kind of session, and then we prayed for one another, or we prayed for that person who, who shared their story. And I must say that um, in those moments of sharing faith stories, both last year and this year, um, They've been some of the most profound moments that I've had in my entire existence. Sometimes um, the room would just be silent because we're um, just in awe of what was just said. And sometimes there's barely a dry eye in the room. And so thank you, current and previous RAs, for being vulnerable and um, engaging in that experience with me. 
Um, I've had some incredible one-on-one -on -one opportunities with people. I love the opportunity to engage uh, deeply with people. And so um, just through tea time, dinners at my house, um, lunches, um, I've had some really cool opportunities to connect with you all. So thank you for enriching my life in that way. This year, um, we have had, we've had a couple of service opportunities that have been really great and really fun. Anita Yoder, who's Director of Camp, um, Career Services, she invited our current RA team to visit her mother in Waterford Estates. Um, it's an assisted living facility. So we as a team went over and we sung um, a couple hymns to her. And that was just so precious to me. Um, and I think to my RAs as well to be able to do that as a team. We also did some service at Chandler Elementary School. We set up their Valentine's Day dance and that was just the cutest thing we could have done in February, I think. So that was really fun. Um, and like Heather said, there's been such a beautiful reciprocation kind of dynamic here. Even though we're resident directors, like you, you have prayed for us, you have supported us. Um, I've loved the opportunities when I've kind of just told my RAs, like, I need help, like, I, I can't do it all. And it's been beautiful to see the ways that they've stepped up and helped me in my times of need as well. So thank you so much for that. Um, last year, I think we ended on a really good note and just in the excitement of everything, I wanted to get some thoughts down as far as my lessons learned um, in leadership and res life leadership. So I have 20 of them, but I'm only going to share a couple. Um, my first is first seek to understand and then be understood. So I've, I've been in servant leadership roles throughout my life. Um, and I, I thought I knew a lot about humility and I thought I cared a lot and, and et cetera, et cetera. But, um, I think really just in this role, especially in a dual role, just having so many different relationships to balance um, and things to learn, I just realized like I'm gonna get through this by being incredibly humble and putting people first. Um, and I've learned a beautiful lesson in learning myself and learning about humility in that way. Um, I heard this from other people and I kind of own this as well. Don't take things too personally. I think that can avoid a lot of misunderstandings and, a mis, um, and miscommunication. Um, it's not all about you, like you're here for someone else. I was able to attend a conference last year and that's something that the leader said, like we're here to help you win. And um, at the end of the day, when we help you win, then we're, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Um, stay humble, always take it to God. We're in an, we're in an imperfect world with imperfect people. Um, listen well, ask questions and as much as it may be hard and annoying, like choose to be the bigger person in everything that you do. Um, don't wait. Remember that it's worth it in the end. So I'm going to close with a comment that was told to me last year by one of my RAs um, coming in. He was kind of sizing me up and said like, wow, you're really brave to like come here. You don't know anyone. You're not Mennonite. Like, wow, like how did that? How did that happen? So it's kind of going through my story of um, how I'm here. And when I heard that, I'm like, that's not brave. Like, what's the big deal? You're just meeting new people. And um, that's not scary to me. I'm, I'm OK with that. Um, but I think after having done this for two years, I can see why he would think that that was brave. And I'm really happy as a city non-Mennonite girl um, to have been able to be a part of the Mennonite faith and culture and have seen some beautiful ways that I've been able to connect. So thank you for helping me grow. Okay, and last but not least, we got the apartment manager, Jeff Hostetler, who actually is coming back next year. So you'll get to see his uh, face smiling through the apartments. 
each week. Come on up, Jeff. Well, Chad started off saying last but not least, but you know, I, I start to think maybe I am kind of least. I kind of feel like this stepchild in the middle of people that you might know and love. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I am Jeff Hostetler, the apartment manager. Um, some of you might have seen me around campus occasionally with a backpack and are like, hey, who's that student? Or uh, if you do live in the apartments, maybe you do know me as your apartment manager. Um, but to answer those like wonderings or questions, yes, I am a student and yes, I'm apartment manager. I'm a second year um, MDiv student at Anabaptist Mennonite Biblical Seminary in Elkhart. So while I'm studying full time, I'm also on campus here. And in part, many of what, um, also with what Heather had to say, I chose to be here because I care about community. Um, and I'm specifically um, encouraged and, and care a lot about Christian community. Um, before coming, uh, coming here and being an apartment manager, I had uh, worked as the resident, or as an admission counselor for three years um, in the admissions office here. So, and I'm a GC grad too. So in many ways, uh, my job on campus is somewhat reactionary. Um, Perhaps I'm seen as that older sibling that it can attend to those awkward moments, fire alarms, um, <laughs> trash in the hallway. <laughs> but um, in other ways, I don't think that my job is summed up by merely a list of experiences. Um, I've been proud of what I've seen happen in the apartments this year because I haven't been, um, that's not part of my job title. What, what's happened in the apartments this year, I think, have been some genuine expressions of community. Um, things I've seen like uh, first and second years coming on over to visit with upper class students uh, through connections made in either sports or um, orchestra or mu some music organization or class. Um, to me, that, is, that has been seen as um, great community building. Um, people on the second floor who have opened up their doors just so they, people wandering in the halls, they can stop and say, hey, how's it going? Um, random uh, potlucks that have been made in the apartments this year too. These are things that are, um, spontaneous, creative, uh, wonderful expressions of community that don't start with me. I couldn't facilitate that in any way, but I'm grateful for what it is. Um, and in many ways, I'm glad because the juniors and seniors who live in the apartments are figuring out um, what community is about. Uh, a random opinion board that was started by, the group to, by a group as well was, was another way. Um, we have composting in the apartments, although I must say that ended pretty quickly when gnats kind of took over. I don't know, for those of you who live in the apartments, do you have gnats? Like I still kind of have a gnat problem in my apartment. Anyway, so community can sometimes go wrong. It's not always perfect. Um, but regardless of the good things and the bad things, I am grateful for um, those who are living here willing to strengthen their relationships. Um, this is, I think, what I remember most about college and what made it meaningful to me. Making meals together and carving out our own section of home where the leafy maple grows. So I'm so grateful for everything this year and I look forward to coming back next year. Um, for those of you who live in the apartments, I'll see you around.
Thank you. Uh, I'm grateful for these three individuals this year. Couldn't without whom I could not have done it. Could not have done it. It was a team collaborative effort all year long. So thank you, uh, Heather, Devon, and Jeff. Uh, kind of wrapping things up here before we show a video. I kind of want to talk a little bit about some things next year that I'm kind of looking forward to, and I think you might look forward to as well. Maybe you've heard, maybe you haven't heard, but some of the things that are happening are uh, we're going, we're getting new laundry machines next year, uh, which is going to be no, no more coins for that. So you don't have to worry about keeping uh, a, a piggy bank full of quarters uh, next to your bed next year when it comes to doing laundry. So that's a, a huge improvement. And I believe also better energy efficient and just better uh, equipment in general. And that'll happen in all of our residential spaces for next year. We're also improving our cable TV connection. Uh, we're actually, we're going digital next year. So those of you in the apartments and those lounges, uh, hopefully the fuzz uh, will be gone next year with a nice uh, high definition picture. Um, and we're also looking to replace the TVs and the odor lounges and the Kaufman and Culp lounges as well. Because with the new digital signal, we actually have to have TVs that can play the digital content. So we look forward to that. And some of the other things that I'm looking forward to doing next year is uh, some more student-focused, student-led activities, opportunities. Uh, what I've found, and the Smuggler Palaces, I think, are exemplary of this, is sometimes they would come to me with this an idea, and it wasn't necessarily something that's ever been done before or maybe they had it in their house maybe they didn't have it in their house but they're over the course of the school year we'll have a, a Friday or Saturday night where nobody takes it up with something on campus for, for students to do uh, and with Res Life and CAC we're not it's not just us doing programming there are a lot of clubs that also do programming uh, and various other services on campus whether it's musical things that happen in the music center so there's a lot of things to compete against so we try not to bump up against each other but there are those Friday and Saturday nights sometimes where we feel like there's kind of a hole, like there's, there's nothing to do. And uh, I want to give students opportunities to come in groups and pitch ideas for things that you can do on campus next year uh, and let Res Life help you put it together. Uh, or CAC for that matter, depending on the, the size and the scope of the activity. So that's something you'll hear a little bit more about next year, I hope, and, and hopefully it'll be on our website and uh, in a communicator as far as d available dates that, that we have for students to initiate programming. So I know a lot of times we talk to students that have great ideas and wonder, hey, why don't you do that? Well, here's an opportunity for you to help us do it. Uh, take a little bit more ownership in the program. Uh, other things that are happening, two more things, uh, is open house hours are gonna be extended. Some of you have heard about that already, and Student Senate-led initiative. We are going to 1 a.m. on Friday and Saturday nights uh, and 10 a.m. Uh, all week long as far as the opening time. So instead of noon, 10 a.m. and then it'll stay 11 o'clock during the week on school on nights that you have class or nights before you have class. So we have a nice little happy balance in regards to having privacy and opportunities to study and, and go to sleep at a reasonable hour on days that you have class. And last but not least, and, and Melissa, uh, we're going to get some more sand for that sand volleyball court next year. I promise. I, boy, I totally underestimated that. Uh, so anyway, speaking of sand volleyball, I do have a little video here I'm going to queue up here. Uh, this is basically on Tuesday. Many of you participated. You're out there. We had the food and the barbecue. Um, I, took, I just walked around and did some, just shot some stuff with my phone even and decided to put it together in a little highlight video kind of encompassing the May term, play term moniker that a lot of you have kind of embraced this year because I can't ever think of a May term where, where weather was this consistently beautiful and nice uh, almost the entire three weeks that you've been on campus. We haven't had a single rain out in our murals this year, which is kind of unprecedented. So I say that and it'll probably rain out today. So I'd probably just jinx myself. But anyhow, I'm going to show that video and then when it's over, you can be dismissed and know that you'll be scanning your 
your cards before you leave here at the entrances. And then we've got some of our residence life staff that'll be out in the hallway with ice cream uh, for anyone that wants it. Uh, we have like ice cream cones and uh, ice cream bars and ice cream sandwiches. So make sure you get one of those on your way out uh, celebrating with us the end of the school year. Congratulations, you did it. And Wednesday, I think is the last day of classes and housing closes on Thursday at 10 a.m. So I just wanna note that. Uh, without further ado, enjoy. Thank you.